the topic of our discussion this evening, this Mitzvah Shabbos, is the meaning of Torah and Tefillah. To discuss a little about Torah and Tefillah. Actually, each one of these topics are Arucha Me'eretz Mida Oruchova Minayam. To discuss the Indian of learning Torah, this is the foundation of Yiddishkeit. To discuss Tfilet. And Chazal tell us, Al Shleishet Vorim Ha'olem Oimit. Al Torah, Valavod Al Gimilus Chasodim. So if it wasn't bad enough that I was told, I was dictated to, to give a, uh, a lecture on Torah and Tfilet, so I'm going to invite myself to a, a third topic, Gemilus Chasodim. So tonight we will discuss Torah Vavodah Gemilus Chasodim. They said the Briskorov once, a yid came to Briskorov and it was, it was uh, snoring for money for uh, a moiset called Torah Vavodah Gemilus Chasodim. So the Briskorov gave him some money. So someone asked him, do you think there's such a moiset? He says, I don't think such a moiset, but the yid showing us a couple of pennies. <laughs> it's a beautiful name, Torah Avodah Gemilus Chasodim. I'm going to say tonight a drasha about Torah Avodah Gemilus Chasodim. Each one of these topics needs a long time, a long discussion. But the reason why I'm putting them together is because I would like to discuss a nakuda, a very important point, which is the common, de- which, in my opinion, is a common denominator, maybe the common denominator of Torah Avodah Gemilus Chasodim. Now, let me start my discussion in such a form. We live in a generation, we know that it's very stylish to have the most beautiful things in a synthetic way. Today, the modern world is going back to nature. But we know that today, science taught us that everything could have synthetic. If you have a beautiful closet with all the colors and engravements of wood, it's not wood, it's synthetic. It was made out of formica, which is completely not, not wood. You can have synthetic food. You can have synthetic everything. I, don't, I didn't see a synthetic baby yet, but we'll get there. Rebbe Zriel Zangezund says over a word. If you take a synthetic apple, you take, you make it with chemicals, you don't grow it on a tree. And you insert the taste, apple taste, and apple smell, and you build it with apple texture, and apple color, and you have a beautiful, fresh, ripe, synthetic apple, and you put it on the table. How can you tell if it's a natural apple or it's a synthetic apple. So, one way of telling, which Rabbi Tavla Zangazun tells us many times, I don't know, it could be told in lectures, if you take the seeds and you plant them in the ground, if it's a synthetic apple, he won't produce another apple like him. He has no paris, he has no vladus. There's no continuation. If it's real and it's natural, so not only is he an apple, 
but he can produce an apple tree and an apple orchard. And this is a very beautiful insight which should be thought about and discussed at length. But my discussion today will be, I have a different way of telling you with a synthetic apple. And I don't know whether my, uh, my eight is better or, 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 or worse because Rabbi Israel's eight says it has to take a lot of time. Because you plant uh, a seed in the ground. Anyways, if it's a natural apple, it's not going to grow out so fast. But I have an eight to tell you what is synthetic. I think it's a little quicker. Eat an apple and eat another apple. And make yourself a diet of synthetic foods. And it's delicious because it has a taste of an apple. And it's enjoyable because it has the smell of an apple. But all of a sudden, in two days from now, it won't take more, you feel weak. No vitamins. And if you do it for a week's time, you live in synthetic food, then you'll end up in the hospital. And, you, and, you, and the doctor says, what's your diet? And you say, I'm eating bread, and peanut butter, and jelly, and apples, and bananas. And the doctor says, I don't know, you have complete nutrition, no vitamins. Because you're eating everything synthetic. Now, <clears throat> let us talk about Yiddishkeit for a moment. I would like to introduce you a motive and a side to a concept, which is something which we have to put a lot of thought into. We are Yiddish, I mentioned, we practice Yiddishkeit. And I'd like to tell you that I believe that just like in Gashmias, you can have a synthetic food, it smells like an apple, and it tastes like an apple, and it's not an apple, and it won't, it won't, it, it won't give you koyach, it won't give you strength, and it won't keep you alive. The same way in Yiddishkeit, there is such a thing as a synthetic Yiddishkeit. A person can practice Yiddishkeit 70 years. And he can make all the mitzvahs in the Torah. And to a certain extent, the Yiddishkeit is completely synthetic and it has no neshama and it doesn't live. And it will not keep him alive. In other words, that just like everything in this in our, in our world had a, has a guf and a neshama, a body and a soul. Now the Muslim, the idea of a guf and a neshama is not a religious concept. Everyone, every, every human being that has eyes knows that a statue is not a child. A statue is not a human. That there is something more than our body. Rahman al-Islam, when, when someone passes away, so the body is the same. In other words, if you see someone standing and smiling at you, it doesn't mean he's alive. It needs a neshama. It needs life. The difference, the, 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 the deep difference between synthetic and natural is, we're talking about the apple, because the natural apple grew on a tree, and I'm not going to discuss this at, in Ba'oymik, there is a neshama, there is a dva Hashem. And there's a Dvar Hashem, which is Mechayayu. And that's the secret why something synthetic does not have, will not produce eternity because, because there is no, because, because, because it's missing the Neshama, it's missing the Dvar Hashem. And this case is only with the Dvar Hashem. Now, I'm not talking about synthetic food now, this is not my discussion. 
I am talking about synthetic Yiddishkeit. And what I'm going to introduce tonight is a concept as follows. These three mitzvahs are the neshama of Judaism, of Ayid, and of Yiddishkeit. Ayid, who practices Yiddishkeit, Matzah and Shoifer, and all the mitzvahs in the Torah, but doesn't learn Torah, it's a synthetic Yiddishkeit, and you will challenge me. Where did you get this concept from? I'm sure you will challenge me. Where did you get this from? And I will try to tell you what, I'll try to show it to you where it's written. But this is the idea I'm going to tell you tonight. Yiddishkeit without learning Torah, and we'll soon see it means more than learning Torah, is a Yiddishkeit without a neshama. To live in this world without tefillah is like living without a neshama. To live in this world without gemilas chasadim is like living without a neshama. And this will be the discussion of this evening, Bezer Hashem. And I will try to explain it at length. Each one of these in particular. Let us start off with a quotation of the Mesilas Yesharim. The Mesilas Yesharim discusses the Chazal, that our, the Chazal t- teach us, on the union of Torah, the Chazal teach us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Barosi Yitzhahara, I created the Yitzhahara, Ubarosi Torah Tavlin La. And I created Torah as a remedy to solve the problem of Yitzhahara. So the Messina Sisharim, and I'm sure everyone in this audience knows who the Messina Sisharim is, the great, great Ramashachayim Matzato, that the Vilnagoyan said, if, I, if he would live in my times, I would go visit him, I would walk miles and miles. By foot, I wouldn't take a carriage to be Zeichet, to be Mikhail Pineda, Moshe Chaim And he says in his great Sefer, Masil Sishorim, that the, that, that the, the Vilnagoyan said, there's not an extra word in this Sefer. And he says as follows. He says, you must know that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create for this sickness, for this market, called Yetzahara. HaKadosh Baruch Hu who created for this market, this refuah, this remedy, this medicine. So this is the remedy and this is the medicine which was designated by nature by HaKadosh Baruch Hu against the problem called Yetzahara. If you want to take a different medicine, you find many ways to go against the Yetzahara. Let's talk about the Yetzahara of Taiva. Let's discuss for a moment Yetzirah of Taiva. Many ways to go against Yetzirah of Taiva. Someone has an inclination to things which are Taiva, his Yetzirah wants. So he says to himself, are you crazy? It's nothing, it's stupid. Logically, it just doesn't make any sense. And he thinks about it, and he philosophizes, and he meditates, and he makes a decision that all Taiva is just plain stupidity. And he reaches a certain amount of, of appreciation. This fellow will be Nikshal and Oaveris. Mr. Sisharim says, it's a hara of kas. 
Someone has a Yitzhahara, he gets angry. And again, he meditates and says to himself, you have to be stupid to get angry. You you have to be stupid to get angry. Because the end, what you land up is, that all you have is a heartache, and you're the moron anyways, and then you have to answer forgiveness for getting angry, and you have to move out to 20 times, you have to be crazy to get angry at home. You have to be sugar. Doesn't help. You understand it, then you meditate, you think about it, then you decide, you make the decisions, it's healthnished. Why? The Messiah Sashama says, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the remedy against the Yitzhahara called Torah. But this is not the quote that I'm trying to emphasize. And he adds, he says, if you will try to take a different remedy for the Yitzhahara, you can be sure that you won't be, to, you won't be successful. And he adds these words. And he adds, you won't realize your mistake he prophesizes and says, you won't realize your mistake in the day that you die. Now this is a mystery. If the Messiah says, that if I want to attack the Yitzhahara besides Torah, and he says it's not going to work, so I understand. So I'll go in a year's time, and I'll try to make all kinds of, all kinds of ways to, get a, to, 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 to solve the Yitzhahara problem. And it'll take a half a year to you say it doesn't work. The Messiah Sashalem says different, he says. He says you should know that you will think that you, you, you're your matzliach. You will think you're doing a wonderful job. And you won't know how low you are. And how much you're in trouble until the day you die. And I think he is telling my message. He is saying, you can live a Yiddishkeit and you will think that you solve the problem of the Yitzhahara. You will think your matzah is matzah and your sukkah is sukkah and your tzniyas is tzniyas and your anova is anova and your davening is davening and you could think that you're doing a wonderful job without learning Torah. Until the day you die. What happens the day you die? This is my... This is my my idea. If, if you don't like it, put, put it aside. I think what happens the day you die is as follows. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a concept, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it into particulars, and then we'll talk it more, more you know, wider. What happens the day you die is, when a person dies, we know that our sages, our tzaddikim, our fathers, Avram Yitzhak Yankif Meshur Rabbeinu, and Miriam Hanaviyah, died in this is a very high madrega of Nashika. A very high madrega of a kiss. Of a, of a Nashika to Hashem Kaviyochu. Benashika Mason. But the Sfarim Kedoshim tell us that every tzaddik actually dies Benashika. Every tzaddik, in the day that he dies, a person will not see me, Hashem says, when he's living, he is Makalopane Hashkin. And when a person lives a, world, a life of a tzaddik, the moment he, he, he leaves this world, then he, 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 he experiences Kaviyochel, a, 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 a wonderful Kesher, a closeness called Neshika to HaKadosh Baruch. And I think the Messiah Hashem is telling you like this. He says, if you live a life of a tzaddik without learning Torah, and you look at yourself as a tzaddik, you seek to become all the mitzvahs, but you don't have a project called learning Torah, 
So the Messiah Sashem says, what happened is, that when you're about to die, so you say to yourself, and you say to the Chavar Kedisha maybe, or you say to yourself, you know, here comes the tzaddik. And here is where my marshal of a synthetic baby comes in. You can have a synthetic baby also, but you can't give him a kiss. To give a kiss, it has to be real. It has to have an neshama. And then when he's waiting for that kiss, it's not going to come. Because his Yiddishkeit is synthetic. Because it has no true neshama. Because the true neshama of, the, of Judaism is tired. And the moment that he dies and he goes out of this world and he sees what his Yiddishkeit really is, that it's missing the neshama. I want to tell you something, Rabbi Sai. It's completely off, off my speech. You'll never find in the Torah that they should give a kiss to someone who's not living. Only once. You'll never find in the Torah to give a kiss to someone who's dead. Only once. When Yaakov Vinu passed away, it says, Vayipal, Yosef fell on his father and kissed him. Do you know why? Because Yaakov Vinu lay miss. Because Yaakov Vinu did not die, he was living. You cannot kiss, the whole concept of a kiss is his tabik rucha berucha, is a dvaikas of life. Only Yaakov Avinu that was loy mes, Yosef Hatzalik gave him a kiss because he was actually living. And this is what Mr. Sharma is teaching us. Now, I would like to try to explain the whole concept that I'm talking so much about. I'm talking about it. Who knows how long I'm talking? Let me try to explain this concept. Now, what I'm trying to introduce is as follows. Torah and Tefillah and Gemilas Chasadim. Each one having himself two parts. Let us talk about Torah first, and then we'll talk about Tefillah, we'll talk about Gemilas Chasadim. Torah has two brachas. Very interesting. All mitzvahs have one bracha. Torah has two brachas. The first bracha is, Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisof, V'tzivanu, La'asoik B'divir Seir, or, Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisof, V'tzivanu, Al-Divir Torah, which is the Nusach of the Svarim. But we make a regular bracha, just like Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisof, V'tzivanu, V'hadlag Neshel Shabbos, Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisof, V'tzivanu, Al-Achilas Matzah, Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisof, V'tzivanu, La'asoik B'divir Seir, and Torah is a mitzvah, like all mitzvahs in the Torah. It's a mitzvah and it's a commandment and it's a chiyuv. V'shinantam levonecho. And then we make another bracha. Very special bracha. Baruch atah Hashem alukenim alukha olam. Asher boch harbonu mikol ho'amim. V'nosan lono es Torah soi. And the question is, when we finish reading matzah, you remember that matzah in Leil Pesach? That was something. Asher Kiddushan Rebbe Mitzvah Yisav V'tzivanu It's lucky we have to eat a class matzah We'd faint from the bracha Such a, We're so excited Leil Pesach V'tzivanu Al-Achilas Matzah So why don't we make another bracha Baruch Atah Hashem Alekenim Alechoylam Asher Bochar Bonu Mikolo Amim V'nosa Lola Mitzvah Matzah No Only on Torah We have two brachas Because Torah has two Torah has two concepts to learning Torah the first concept is the mitzvah of learning Torah. Now let us discuss for a moment the mitzvah of learning Torah. The mitzvah of learning Torah is also a very special mitzvah. And to prove it, we continue this bracha with a tefillah. 
אשר קידשונו במצוותיו, במצווה ישראל וצבעונו, לעסק בדברי סוירה, והערב נוע השם אלוקינו, דברי סוירה עשו בפינו. ולפי הסמכו בייס ישראל, ונהיה אנחנו, we have to say now with children, should be יודי שמחו, we should learn to לשמוע ברוך אתו השם. And again the question is, why don't we have this addition to all mitzvahs? And the answer in my opinion is because Torah, again, we're talking about the first concept of Torah. The first concept of Torah is a mitzvah, and it's a very strange mitzvah. Now we are not talking about the second concept of Torah, let's talk about the first concept of Torah. There is a mitzvah, just like there is a mitzvah to put on tefillin, there is a mitzvah to wear tzitzis, there is a mitzvah of mezuzah, there is a mitzvah of learning Torah. Women are not mechuyiv in learning Torah. But all Torah that they learn, they have actually experienced the mitzvah. And I don't want to go halakhically in this, but the halakhists which women are mechuyiv to know, the halakhists which is negiah to them, they don't have to become tamir chachamim, many shittas say that they're mechuyiv to learn. In other words, Hilchus Shabbos, a woman is mechuyiv to study Hilchus Shabbos. And if you don't study Hilchus Shabbos, you cannot know Hilchus Shabbos. And this is the first mitzvah of learning Torah. Now, when I talk about Torah, I'm mostly speaking to men. But if, if anyone gets excited about the beauty of Torah, women can participate in this beauty also. But learning Torah is a mitzvah v'shinantam levanecha, and it's a very strange mitzvah. Let us talk for a moment halachically, what is this mitzvah? The mitzvah of Torah in clear halacha is that you are mechuyiv mid'oraisa to learn Torah every moment that you find the possibility. That's the mitzvah. According to 90% of the Rishonim. V'shinantam levanecho means that you are mechuyiv to learn Torah v'gisa b'yom v'alayla whenever you have time. If you don't have time, if you're always busy, then there's a special chiyuf to learn something during the day, something during the night, And the Gemara says, even with Shema Yisrael, that you say, you go, it's a mitzvah, Talmud Torah. That's if you are perpetually busy, busy, busy making a living, helping people, doing mitzvahs, which is Efshadah, Sdeachem, but the moment that you have time, you're mechuyiv, midaraisa, to learn Torah. And this is a very strange mitzvah. You know why it's so strange? Because we have a kasha on this mitzvah. And the kasha is, Ein HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bobo Trini Abri Yosef, How do we mekayim this mitzvah? I think many people in this audience have this kasha. Rebbeinu Shalom, how could you mekayim this mitzvah? Is it possible to learn whenever you have time? Is it possible to learn whenever you have time? And therefore, we continue with the tefillin. Because when we say, Asher Kedishon Nebi Mitzvah Yisrael Mitzvah Lechilas Matzah, we know how to eat matzah. We say, Asher Kedishon Nebi Mitzvah Yisrael Mitzvah Lechilas Matzah, we know how to eat matzah. And we say to Hashem, Yibbana Shalom, you gave us a mitzvah. But I, I, don't, have the, the uter- I don't have the capacity to, to be kind this mitzvah. Please, Hashem. Make Torah sweet in our mouths. And this is the only way to be kind this mitzvah. By getting a taste and an enjoyment of Torah. If you have to force yourself to learn and to study, you cannot be kind this mitzvah. It's an impossibility. It's only if you get a taste of Torah. It's very interesting. <coughs> I don't know if it's interesting. I, I shouldn't say it's interesting. I just, I just, to quote myself, you know, it's interesting when I, when I quote myself. 
there was a, a, a fellow who was working by the tshuva. was working by the tshuva. And he says, I teach them, what should I teach them? Should I teach them first Hilchus Shabbos? Should I teach them Amunah Shlosh Ikrim? Should I teach them Hilchus Taras HaMishpacher? I'm starting off, I start, what, should I, what should I introduce to them? You know what I told them? I don't know if I told them the right thing, but let me tell you what I told them. I told them, you should know, the most important thing is to try to introduce to them that they should have a taste and a certain amount of grasp and enjoyment of learning Torah. The moment that a person gets a grasp on Torah, Torah is not a strange language to him. It's not a mysterious nefesh. He, it, 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 it speaks to him. And this comes with practice. Torah needs practice. And we believe in, we believe in Hashem is Baruch and His Torah. When you practice, Hashem. In the beginning it's hard. And when you practice, it becomes sweet. And that is how you make a Talmud Torah. By studying and practicing and studying and practicing. And I won't elaborate too much on this. I just will quote a Talmud Chochem, which is completely above the realms of most people sitting here. I don't know, of all people sitting here. I will quote a Talmud Chochem from the last seminar. We were sitting by the table over here in this hotel. And someone told me, I won't quote names. If there wouldn't be a tape recording, I would quote names also. But someone told me, someone very close family to Rabbi Tauber, someone told me that he knows a Talmud Chochem, that once it was Leil Shabbos, and uh, after the families were sitting together, and they were eating, and afterwards everyone went to sleep, and he took a Gemara, sat alone all night. Just, just, you know, just, um, just sat alone all night. So the one who told me, said, I asked him, how did you do it? How do you do it? She says, the beginning it's hard. But once you break through, it's delicious. Once you break through, it's delicious. Torah needs a breakthrough. In the beginning it's hard. Now I'm talking about big madrigas, learning all night. But Torah needs a breakthrough. And that's why we say, Asher Kudishonu, B'mitzvah Yisav, How? Make a breakthrough. And ask Hashem Vaharevna, please Hashem, make it sweet. How does it become sweet? How does it become sweet? It has to break through. Torah is like, is like eating is like eating an apple. If you swallow it, it gets stuck in your throat. If you chew it, then the taste comes out and it becomes delicious. You gotta chew the Torah. And I'm talking about both sides of the mechitza. If you chew it over and over again, you see how sweet it is, how delicious it is. And this is the first part of Torah. Mitzvah's Talmud Torah to learn and to study and to keep on chewing. And let us come, continue to the second part of Talmud Torah. Now let me just put another point on the first part of Talmud Torah. Torah is a mitzvah. And it's important to know that Hashem Yisbarach made a very clear difference between mitzvah's asay and mitzvah's loytase. When it comes to mitzvahs lotase, the mitzvahs that are forbidden in the Torah, Hashem Yisbarach gave us a very clear ladder. What is more severe and what is less severe? Chilu Shabbos, 
and Avodah Zorah is the most severe Avodah. Am I right? Chayef Skila. To kill someone is a very severe Avodah. Not like, not like Avodah Zorah, not like Chil Shabbos. And the Raman says that in one way it's the most, more severe than Chil Shabbos even. Eating Chazer is a very severe Avodah, not like killing on Chazerus Malkus, the Torah gave a very clear ladder. The Skila, Shreifa, Herik, Chenik, Malkus, Lavanitikla Eser, Mitzvah Eser, very clear ladder. What is more important and what is, if you could say these words, less severe? Mitzvah Eser, Hashem deliberately did not tell us what is a big mitzvah, what is a small mitzvah. Why? And the Benyanis says, because if you tell us what a big mitzvah is, you take the big mitzvah, you leave the small mitzvah out. Hashem wants to take all the mitzvahs. There's just one mitzvah that Chazal blurted out and told us, you know, just to bl- just by mistake, you know, just told us there's one mitzvah which is the very, very big mitzvah is Kibbut Aveim. Kibbut Aveim is called Chamurusha B'Chamuras. But there is one mitzvah that we know is the greatest mitzvah in the Torah in the simplest way of understanding. And this is Mitzvah's Talmud Torah. When you pick up an art scroll, if you pick up a Gemara, if you study a Pasek Tehillim, you pick up a Chumash, you are being Mekayim, the greatest mitzvah of the Torah, more than Tzitzis, Tfilin, Mezuzah, Chesed, Hatzalos Nefoshes, Kiddush Hashem. The greatest mitzvah of the Torah is Talmud, Torah, Keneged, Kula, period. And this is the mitzvah, the first part of learning Torah. That we are Mechoyev to study Torah. And again, for most of us sitting here, it's a hard mitzvah. We pick up a mishnayis, it's like a sleeping pill. It just, just, it just closes our eyes. We pick up a gemara, we see double. Oh, I, when we were in Cheda, yeah, at least, what happened to these printers? They started printing everything double. That's the new generation. That's what we, we, you just pick up a sefer, all of a sudden your head starts wandering. And you realize that you're thirsty, and that you're hungry, and that you have to make an important telephone. It's, it's just something, you know, something very modern. Just that's, what, that's how the Mishnahists are built today. I don't know why. And the answer is, if you chew through, if you make a breakthrough, if you make a breakthrough, then it'll become sweet. And once it becomes sweet, you can make a it's Talmud Torah. That's the first part of Torah. Then there's a second part of Torah, Besides the mitzvah of Torah, there is something very, very special in Torah. And in this is, Asher bochar bonu mikol ho'amim, v'nosan lonu es teresoi, Torah do kuchu When you learn Torah, besides the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, this is the most intimate, this closest yichud that you could have with Hashem Elokei Yisrael. Chazal tell us that when every Jew that learns Torah, Hashem on the spot is sitting with him. It's a harvusa with Hashem. And here we're starting to shed light on the concept I'm trying to introduce tonight. And that's why it's the neshama of everything. Because Hashem is the neshama of everything. And if I start off my lecture by saying that everything is synthetic, unless it has a neshama, and the neshama is Torah and, and Tfilah and Gimunas Chasadim, and it's not true. The neshama is not Torah and not Tfilah and not Gimilas Chasodim. The neshama of everything is Hashem. Ilus kol ha'ilus, nishmas kol ha'nishmas, neshama is. 
Where there is Hashem, there is life. Where there is no Hashem, it's synthetic. And that's the second, the depth of Torah. That the way to bring Hashem into our world, the most, the most important way is through Torah. And here I will interrupt my discussion, and I will go to my second discussion about tefillah. Just like Torah has two concepts, tefillah also has two concepts. The first concept is the mitzvah of tefillah, which includes as follows. According to the Rambam, every Jew, man or women, are mechoyiv to daven at least once a day, at least a short tefillah midoyraisa. According to the Rambam, when you're in trouble, if you're in trouble, according to the Ramban, you mechoyiv midoyraisa to daven. It's something very interesting, something many of us don't know. If you're driving your car at 11, 11.30, and you're on the Triborough Bridge, and you have to be in Manhattan at 12 o'clock because you have to sign, you make a closing, and you've got to be there. And all of a sudden, you've got a flat, and you have no spare, and you're holding up 3,000 cars, and I don't know who's cursing yourself or more people are cursing you, and you're in trouble. At that moment, if it would be a minute before the Shkia, so you would put on film if you didn't put on film that day, Right? The same thing, that moment, you mechuyiv me the raisa to look to Hashem, Hashem. <laughs> I'm in trouble, please Hashem save me. You can talk to Hashem in English, in Yiddish, in, Sp- in Spanish, in French. You could even talk, you could talk, you could talk even, 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 even Pig Latin. Hashem understands every language. But that moment is a mitzvah's essay, midoi raisa, according to the Ramban, and the Chinuch Paskins, lahalacha, to beg Hashem, please Hashem, get me out of this rut. That's the raisa. The chi of the Rabbonon is Shachris, Mincha, and Marev. And Meyabrachas. That's the chi of the Rabbonon. Who created this chi of? Chazal created this chi of. Tvila Shachris was created through Avraham Avin. Tvilas Mincha was created through Yitzchak Avin. And Tvilas Arvis was created through, through Yaakov Avin. Our Siddur was written by Anshay Knesset Hagadola. 120 Tzadikim, Nevi'im. Just to tell you some familiar names, Ezra HaSefer, Mordechai HaYehudi. Anyone heard of Mordechai HaYehudi? Very familiar name. Who was a Navi. Ezra HaSefer was a Navi. Chagah Zechayim Malachi. These great Nevi'im, they created our Siddur. Now, we know that every mitzvah by nature has power. Every mitzvah has its own power. If you put a mezuzah on your wall, what is the nature of this mezuzah? The nature of this mezuzah, by the way, it's a good idea. It happens, it's a very good idea to have, to have a mezuzah on your door. And it should be kosher. Because the nature of this mitzvah is, everything has nature. Just like vitamin A has a nature, vitamin B has a nature. A mezuzah has a nature that Hashem stands and watches your door. And someone says to me, what's the difference if the mezuzah is kosher, mezuzah isn't kosher? Hashem should forgive me, the difference is cancer or no cancer. That's the difference. If Hashem is watching or not watching. The difference is healthy or not healthy. A shidduch or not a shidduch. Parnosa or not parnosa. That's the difference. What's the difference if Hashem is watching? <laughs> what's the difference if Hashem is watching? Big difference. That's mezuzah. The same mitzvah of tefillin. 
The same as a mitzvah of matzah. And the same as a mitzvah of shachris, mincha, and mairiv. Shachris, mincha, and mairiv is a piece of dynamite. And when you dive in shachris, you're not infusing your power, you're using the power of Rama Vinu. And Avraham Avinu was a piece of dynamite. Avraham Avinu was called Odom Godel Ba'anokim. Avraham Avinu was a giant. Do you know how tall he was? He was just about as tall as his grandson. Do you know how tall his grandson was, Yaakov Avinu? Chazal tell us that Yaakov Avinu saw a ladder. And his feet were in the bottom, and the ladder that went up to the Kisri HaKovet. And Yaakov Avinu says, Oh, Yesh Hashem Mokim Hazeh. V'onoichi, this is Chazal say, V'onoichi. He saw the most the Yuknoi Shal Yaakov, he saw Yaakov's Dukon by the Kisri HaKovet. He says, V'onoichi, that I am by the Kisri HaKovet. Lo yudate, this I didn't know. Yaakov Avinu was a giant. His feet were on the ground and his, his head was in the Kisri HaKovet. By the way, Chazal tell us how tall the Kisri HaKovet is. It's a marshal, of course. It's a cheshman in, in the physical co- concept of billions of, of, billions of light years away from us. A greatness which is, which is, which is brought in the marshal of billions of light years. And Avraham Avinu also was this concept. So when you get up in the morning and you fall out of bed and you rub your eyes, well, you wash Negovasa so you can rub your eyes. And you don't know why, you keep on rubbing the eyes, you, you know, you don't know why, you, you thank Hashem, your eyes don't fall out, you're so tired. Because you went to sleep at 4 o'clock in the morning, because uh, whatever, whatever the case is, and you fall into the base medish, you start having shachras, who's going to take this shachras to the Kisih HaKovet? And here's Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu infused your shachras with dynamite. And your shachras has the koyach of the Ovois Ha'olam. Your shachras has the koyach of Avraham Avinu. It's like taking a piece of iron and throwing it at a building. And if it's, if, if, if it's infused with dynamite, if it's a grenade, it could throw down, it could throw down the Empire State Building. Well, the World Center, it overthrew that. Just have to have enough dynamite. And that's what Shachris is. And Milche is the power of Yitzchak Ovinu. And of course, the ladies have a question. Am I mechuyiv to Davin? And the answer is, I'm not a rabbi. I'm not a rabbi. I don't pass Kishayilis. I really don't know. But one thing I know, it's a good idea. That I know. Because it's dynamite. A shachris is dynamite. A shemilcha is Yitzchak Avinu's power. A mayav is Yaakov Avinu's power. A perikat tehillim is Dover HaMelech. When you say tehillim, it's not your tehillim, it's Dover HaMelech saying tehillim. And that is the mitzvah of tefillah. The mitzvah of tefillah is a mitzvah and that's one part of tefillah. But then there's a second part of tefillah. And in Torah this is called Tzleisei Ubuusei My Tefillah and My Bakosha The first part of Tefillah, the mitzvah of Tefillah The second part of Tefillah is Bakosha Let's talk about this young man Who's on the Triborough Bridge at 11.30 And he must be in Manhattan at 12 o'clock And he has a flat tire And he has no spear And he's going to lose a million dollars And etc, etc He's in trouble And then he talks to Hashem He opens up to Hashem at that moment, that's a new kind of tefillah. It's a tefillah called Ba'usi Bakosha. And for some reason, Avraham Avinu doesn't help him. Do you know why? Avraham Avinu passed by. <laughs> he passed by at 8 o'clock in the morning. He was in Bar Park. He, he flew by the tefillah. Avraham Avinu, you know, just picked up the Kisiyakovic. I don't know why. Didn't deserve it. But Avraham Avinu does it. 
He can't dive a minute. He can't come by and stand up and try to... It's a little funny. <laughs> I once did it. This is a stop story in the middle of my dresser. I was once caught in a snowstorm. And I was going off the, the whatchamacallit, the, 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 the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Down, you know, to, to, to the Prospect Expressway. And the snow was dust and it was before the Shkir. And it was freezing cold. And it was before the Shkir. But I the kids are chazach nishkeshem. I stopped my car and I went out and I started davish pedestrian. All you didn't stop me. You said you're in trouble. They thought that I was doing something. Well, I davish pedestrian. I davish pedestrian. I don't know how how worthy my pedestrian was because my mind wasn't really on it. But Yitzchak Avinu was there. But if you'll call eleven thirty, Yitzchak Avinu doesn't pass by yet. It's too early for Yitzchak Avinu. Avram Avinu went by already. So who's going to take to the kisei hakavod? You know what the answer is? The answer is you don't need Avram Avinu. You don't need Yitzchak Avinu because the Kisei HaKovet is there by you. When you're in trouble and you turn to Hashem, Hashem is there with you. You don't need Avram, you don't need Yitzchak, you don't need Yaakov, you don't need Dovah HaMelech. Hashem is with you at that moment when you're in trouble. And that is the beauty of Tefillah. That is the inside of Tefillah. Just like Torah has two concepts, the mitzvah of Torah and the dvekos of Torah. The same thing in tefillah. There is the mitzvah of tefillah and there is the dvekos of tefillah. Now what is the mitzvah of Torah? Learning Torah is the biggest mitzvah in the Torah. What is the mitzvah of tefillah? Davening. It's a very, very important mitzvah. But what is the inside of Torah? Dvekos to Hashem. Life. Chayim. Being close to Hashem. And what is the inside of tefillah? Being close to Hashem. Now, let's speak about Bagimudah's chasodim. Now, when we talk about Bagimudah's chasodim, I would like to analyze what we spoke about Torah and about tefillah, and then apply it to Bagimudah's chasodim. Now, when we talk about Torah, we have a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But there's something very special about Torah. Besides the fact it's the biggest mitzvah. What's so special about Torah? Now, I'm not going to, going to explain, many Sfarim are written about this, why Torah has in itself such a very special dvekus. Because Torah is Dvar Hashem, What's special about Torah is dvekus to Hashem. Now, when we talk about dvekus, Talk about neshama. Let me explain to you the difference between a neshama and a body. We have Torah, we have mitzvahs. Do, I think you realize that there are 613 mitzvahs. Do you know why there are 613 mitzvahs? Because there are 248 mitzvahs say, and 365 mitzvahs lo say. Can they get 248 limbs of the person? And 365 days... So the mitzvahs are the, the limbs of a person. Now, when you talk about, about the person's avarim, which is L-I-B-M, limbs, which is the translation, the hand is not the eye, and the eye is not the foot, and the foot is not the head. Am I right? The same mitzvahs are the same thing. Pesach is not shvuas, and shvuas is not sukkahs. And if someone decides on sukkahs to really, really, you know, really explode his sukkah with, with Kedusha and with Tyre, and he decides that this sukkah is going to need only matzah, only shmura matzah, well, it's not going to work. You know why? 
It's like wanting to see out of your, out of your palm. Because your hand is your hand and your eye is your eye and everyone has his tafkit. On Pesach you eat matzah, on Ashwas you eat, uh, what do you eat on Shavuos? Ah, Kreplach, alright. Let's leave the Kreplach alone. This is very, by the way, this is a very special mitzvah on Shavuos. What's the special mitzvah on Shavuos? Let's not go into it. Cheesecake. Yeah. The very special mitzvah of Shavuos is cheesecake. I, I'm, I think, I think the special mitzvah of Shavuos the special mitzvah of Shuz is Mikroya Kodesh. To act Yom Tivdik. And that's why the Gemara says, that as a Machlech, some say that every Yom Tiv you could fast. Either Kulul Hashem or Kulul Hashem. On Shavuiz, Hakul Moedim, the Bir Namalachem. So the Goyen says, you know why? Because there's no other mitzvah. The only one to emphasize the mitzvah of Shavuiz, the Yom Tiv of Shavuiz, is by eating a good Seudah. So it's not so funny to say that the special mitzvah of Shavuos is a good piece of cheesecake. But it's, 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 it's something very important because that's the real mitzvah of Shavuos. The real mitzvah of Shavuos is to advertise, to express the simcha of Torah. And the Gemara says, says, Rabbi Yisuf said, make me a good delicious meal on Shavuos because today is, the, today is the day of simcha of Torah. But this is off our discussion. Our discussion at this moment is as follows. Every mitzvah is... By itself, tefillin is tefillin, mezuzah is mezuzah. For some reason, Torah is not like that. Imagine someone is sitting in a sukkah, and he's learning, Masech des Pesachim. So someone says to you, are you crazy? In a sukkah, you learn Masech des Pesachim? No, you can learn Masech des Pesachim in a sukkah, and you can learn Masech des Pesachim on Pesach. Do you know why? The reason is because, just like when you have a goof, a body, and a neshama, the body is divided into limbs. The neshama is one neshama, one neshama, one achdus. That through this neshama you see, through your eyes, this neshama hears, this neshama feels, this neshama... Torah is what is the neshama. And that's why Torah is, has one achdus. There's no such thing as, today I'm supposed to learn Hilchus Sukkah, and tomorrow I'm supposed to learn Hilchus Pesach. There's no such thing in Torah, because Torah is the neshama. Torah is the neshama of all the mitzvahs. And the reason why Torah is in the show of all the mitzvahs is because Torah is Dvar Hashem. When you learn Torah, then you bring Hashem into all the mitzvahs. And here is the two parts of Torah. But here we find the depth. If you really want to have a true neshama, it's not enough that the Torah should be in a pattern of a mitzvah. That today I learned the black Gemara and I finished my mitzvah just like today I ate my matzah. I ate Makai the mitzvah's matzah, that's all. Eat another piece of matzah, another piece of matzah. Makai mitzvah's matzah. Sukkah, you finish a sukkah. Today's Simchas Torah, finish. No more mitzvah sukkah, you finish mitzvah sukkah. Torah, the way to, 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 to get hold of the neshama of Torah is that Torah should be a 24-hour, 355-day-a-year project. That Torah should be a neshama, that whenever you have time, learn Torah. Get a shaykhist to Torah. When you get a shaykhist to Torah, you get an appreciation of Torah, you become a Torah studier, then you really brought neshama and HaKadosh Baruch Hu into all your greatness, into all your mitzvahs, and this is the greatness and the beauty of a Jewish child.
The same is true with tefillah. If you are the kind of first part of tefillah, then tefillah is a mitzvah. When you finish davening shachris, and you took off your tefillin, and you fly to the office, or you fly to the kailal, you finish your mitzvah. Mincha, you daven mincha, butcher, butcher, butcher. You can even say the words, I don't care. You can even have kavanah. You finished tefillin, you finished mincha, you finished your mitzvah. Ma'ariv, you finish your mitzvah. But that's not the neshama of tefillin. The neshama of tefillin is ani tefillin. You're always talking to Hashem. That's the neshama of tefillin. The neshama of Torah is you're always learning. You're always learning. The neshama of tefillin is you are always talking to Hashem. And the same is true with Gemilas Chasadim. When Gemilas Chasadim has two parts to it. One part is it's a mitzvah. A mitzvah. You're supposed to do a good deed. Someone comes to you and says to you, could you lend me a thousand dollars? If you're able. If Talach is Mechaev. You, you lend him. You give him a loan. Could you do me a favor? Could you help me cross the street? You walk up to a street corner and the little boy standing there. To cross the street. It's a Gemilas Chasadim. Your baby comes in, asks for a cookie. By the way, it's a Gemilas Chasadim. Many of us don't know it. That's the mitzvah of Gemilas Chasadim. But there is something much deeper in Gemilas Chasadim. When a person makes a project of Gemilas Chasadim, a person, he's, he, he is always, he's always, how do you say it in English? Makrin. Huh? He radiates chesed. He always loves to do a favor. He's always smiling. Chazal tell us that when you show someone the white of your teeth, it's like giving a glass of milk. Let me quote the Chazal. Kol When you show someone you, you white, white of your teeth, you give a smile as you give him a glass of milk. I once heard this from the Besolchaim Kaplan. You know the Besolchaim? He used to say it. He says, imagine a person on a hot day standing out in the street. I'm always jealous. In Bnei Brak, you people... Whoever visited Bnei Brak knows what I'm talking about. But if you don't visit Bnei Brak, you, don't, you can't know. In Bnei Brak, it's always, it, in the summer, it comes up to 101 degrees. It becomes hot and you sweat buckets. It's just, it's just, if you, if you weren't there, you don't know. And on Rehov Rabakir Pinat Chazanish, some Jew, I don't know who it is, put in the middle of the street, in the middle of the sidewalk on the side over there, a cold water fountain. I'm almost jealous for Israel Mahab. People go by and drink cold water. It's a machaya. So, could you, isn't that a beautiful mitzvah? Isn't that a beautiful mitzvah? So Rabbi Salchayim used to say, imagine someone standing in the street with a jug of milk, and whoever goes by gives him a glass of cold milk. Isn't that a tzaddik? And I have an addition to this. Why does the Gemara say milk? Why doesn't the Gemara say water? The difference between milk and water is as follows. If you're thirsty, you want a glass of water. But you can't live in water. Water doesn't have vitamins. It just quenches your thirst, but doesn't give you it doesn't give you health. But milk, a, a baby lives on milk for a year, for two years, a baby can live on milk. Milk gives you strength. When you give someone a nice smile, you think you make him feel good. It's much more than that. It's not only make him feel good. You're giving him koyach. You 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 You're giving him vitamins. You you make you giving putting strength into his bones. So the Gemara says, when you show someone your, your, your nice teeth, you give him a glass of milk. But if you make a project out of it, that wherever you go, you radiate beauty. That you are always happy. You're at home, 
Your children see, your husband sees, your wife sees. Simcha, chesed, 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 chesed. You're worried about people. You care about people. You make people happy. You live a life of chesed. These three mitzvahs are the neshama of Ayit. Torah, again, there's two parts in Torah. The mitzvah of Torah and the project of learning Torah. When you have the project of learning Torah, then you are with Hashem. Then everything you, that you do is living. There is no, nothing synthetic about you. When you have a project of davening, when you daven, you're close to Hashem, you get used to talking to Hashem. And you know, you meet Hashem very often, by the way. But Hashem, we, we meet very often. Hashem is We meet Hashem in the kitchen, we meet Hashem in the dining room, we've seen Hashem in the store, we meet Hashem, we meet Hashem, we always meet Hashem. And it's something you have to get used to. You walk into a store, you walk into a store, what are you going to the store for? You know, sometimes you walk into a supermarket, supermarket is a very dangerous place. This is not my discussion, it's a very, very dangerous place. You walk into a supermarket, and you have $20 in your pocket, and you need two, two things of milk, two pints of, two, two, two bottles of milk, and bread, and cookies for the baby. And, and by automatic, you take a, you take a, take a wagon, and you make a little tea, you make a little, and you come back, and someone fills up your wagon with, the, with all kinds of stuff, and you come back, and the, the guy tells you $102, and all of a sudden you find that you have a check in your pocket. It's a very dangerous place, a supermarket. A Kirushala by his saucer, by the way. That's not, that's not my point. So you walk into a supermarket, and whatever the case might be, say it, feel it. Say it, feel it. I should buy what I need, I should have what I need, etc., etc. Say it, feel it. You walk into buy a dress. Buying a dress is a major problem. I don't have to discover me to buy a dress. It's a major problem. It has to fit, it has to be bachent, it has to be tznistic, it has to be nice, it has to be stylish. It has to, my, my, my mother has to like it, my, my husband has to like it, and I have to like it, worst of all. It's a major problem. Say it, feel it. You make a project of tefillin. You buy a hat, you buy a strama, you buy a kapota. You take your child to cheder. You say goodbye to Yankele. You take him down to the bus. We burn the shaloylam to Yankele comes home at five o'clock. You know how many sakonas he has to go through? Do you know how many, you know how many times he could run onto that street? Do you know how many bad friends he could tell him a dirty word? Do you know what it means that he should listen to the Rebbe? From Yankele, from his eight o'clock to five o'clock, he burn the shaloylam. How much filler you need? When you say goodbye to Yankele, say to Hashem, watch my Yankele. He should open his heart and tear it. Watch him, he should come home healthy. He shouldn't come home with a headache. I shouldn't get a phone call that, 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 that he's, 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 he's up in a cast. In, 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 we, we know, we know, we, we, we're parents, we know. You say goodbye to your husband in the morning, he goes out. Goes out, shalom aleichem. Say goodbye to your wife. You come back home. How did Hill used to say, used to come back, I should, I, should, I should come back and find a healthy home. And you make a project of tefillin. And your Hashem is always with you. And you talk to Hashem. And how do you do it? What greatness do you need? How do you make a project of Torah? It does not entail greatness. This needs practice. If you keep on chewing, then you get a taste in it. And it becomes part of you. It's like every profession. Like every profession. How do you become a pilot? A pilot once I was once going to play. We have, we have 60 years of experience in the cockpit. All the pilots together, one was five years, one was ten years. 
Don't worry, we have six years of experience in the cockpit. Huh? So I felt good. Six years of experience in the cockpit. I didn't have to say Tfilis Hadera. In parentheses. Experience. Experience in Torah. Keep on chewing. Experience in Tfilis. Keep on davening. Talk to Hashem. Get used to it. Get the knack of it. Train yourself. Train yourself to talk to Hashem. And all of a sudden, your life, your physical life, your spiritual life is living. All of a sudden, Hashem fills everything. You, you eat a piece of bread, you daven for this piece of bread. This is, Hashem, this is a piece of bread that Hashem gave you. This is not a piece of bread that you got from, 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 from what you called, from, from your job. This is Hashem gave you a piece of bread. You asked for it and Hashem gave it to you. And you, you brought home a dress, it has a special chain because this is Oiskebet. This Hashem gave it. And all of a sudden, everything has an Hashem. And everything is not synthetic. Everything has an Hashem. Everything turns into Kedusha. Everything becomes Kedusha. And the same is true with Gimelis Hassan. It needs a lot of practice. Practice doing chesed. If you can do wider chesedim, then it's wonderful. Practice doing chesed. Practice being nice. Practice being nice. Practice smiling. Practice talking a nice word. Practice calling up your, your, your mother, your mother-in-law, your, father, your, your, your sister-in-law, calling up, saying a nice word. Practice. If you try hard enough, you can even do it without Lashon Hara. It's not so simple, but you have to try. You get into the knack of it. Practice doing chesed. And all of a sudden, your life is full of chesed. And you become a ish chesed. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Kaviyochu, who's cool, a chesed. And all of a sudden, you become part of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, And your life is full of neshama. Now, what we must know is... That these three mitzvahs, Torah, Avodah, Gimelis, Chasodim, as we said, is the life of everything, is as simple as that. The world, without Torah, we are taught, if for one moment the world, the world would stop learning Torah, at that moment the world become destroyed. And Tzadikim say, this is not my word, Tzadikim say, that's why HaKadosh Baruch set up the world, that there's different times, when here is day, over there is night, because the, the Chaim of the world in its simplest form is Torah. The same is with Tefillin. And this I say in my own name, this is my Chiddush. This is my Chiddush. I didn't find it Mefurish. But I believe, and I say, I'm saying it not as Gaiva, I'm saying it as a novel. Because if someone, does, I used to say it just as a fact, but people say, this needs, this needs a riot. I say, that just like if the world one moment would stop learning Torah, the world become destroyed. If the one moment in this world, imagine a moment, a wonderful, beautiful moment. Everybody is happy. Could you imagine such a moment? Everybody is happy. Every, wh- whoever wants to learn Torah has his right chavrusah, has the right shir. And the children come home smiling. And there's parnos in the house. And the cake comes out just right. And, 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 and the dress you bought is bachent. And everyone says how beautiful it is. And the streimel is, is the right tilt. And your hat and your tie. The whole world is in a moment of pure simcha. At that moment, the world will turn into toyhu bavoy. The world become destroyed. Because if for one moment, the world stops crying to Hashem, the world has no way to sustain to live. 
Just like the life of the world is the closest to Hashem through Torah, the life of the world is the closest to Hashem through Tefillah. Tefillah is the foundation. Let me ask, let me pose a question. Why are children born with such pain? This side of the Mechitza knows about it, but you know, we, we know that it's such a thing, but this side of the Mechitza I think knows a little better. When a, when a woman gives birth, and, and you, someone correct me when I, if I'm wrong, there's Meshundik Yisurim, Chevlei Leidit. But you know what the hardest part of it is? She sees the Malach Mavis in front of her. Giving birth is Pekoch Nefesh. It's a Pachat, it's a Pachat Pchodit. I know, I took my to the hospital more than once, Baruch Hashem. Pachat Pchodit. It's a moment of Pachat. And it's Yisurim. And before the pregnancy was also, Rashi says, I believe Rashi, Roiv Ubrois Choyloisim. Most pregnant women are sick. And if Rashi says, Roiv, you can trust him. And then afterwards, the whole, a whole, but the moment of birth is, is, tr- is, is a trauma. You know why it's like that? It's over. We all know why. Because, because that's, because Chava, it's Adas. It's true. But there's something very deep here, in my opinion. I say, it's like, it's like, let me tell you a story. When the Rav Ponovich, did you have Yeshivas Ponovich? I love Yeshivas Ponovich. Why do I love Yeshivas Ponovich? My three sons learned Yeshivas Ponovich. And I, my, my, my wife is a family, has my, my, my mother-in-law, Leah Shalom, had eight, eight sons. All of them learned Yeshivas Ponovich. It's a family tradition, we learn Yeshivas Ponovich. I myself never learned Yeshivas Ponovich. I'm an American. But my children go to Yeshivas Ponovich. My four sons really, my, my youngest son also went to the Yeshivas Ponovich. Ponovich. Today, Yeshiva's Ponov is a yeshiva of 700 bochum. It's one of the greatest yeshivas today in the world. There are other big, beautiful yeshivas. When the Ponovich Yerov made Hanochas Evan Hapina, made the cornerstone of Yeshiva Ponovich, he said a story that when Abchaim Eviloshin, the great Talmud of the Vilna Goyen, when he made Hanochas Evan Hapina for Yeshiva's Veloshin, who is the father of all Litvish yeshivas, we all know the history of Veloshin, it's the first Litvish yeshiva. And when they made Hanachas Evan Apina, they brought some cement and they went to bring water to mix the cement to put the cornerstone. The Chaim Velozhin cried so much that he, they mixed his tears and they didn't have to bring water. His tears were mixing the cement for the Hanachas Evan Apina. And the Chaim Velozhin said, Trerin is a good for a yeshiva. Tears is a good foundation for a yeshiva. And the Ponevich Yerov, when he set up Yeshiva's Ponevich, he said this story. And to a certain extent, he experienced it. His, his eyes were, 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 were flowing with tears and he had what to cry about because he, we know, we know what, what he was right after the, the Khurban. He left all his family. He left his, 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 his yeshiva. He left everything over. Everything was burnt. And he was flowing with tears and he said, tears is a yeshiva for a yeshiva. So I say, a yeshiva is a wonderful thing. But Yeshiva is not an eternity. Yeshiva is not a Nitzchis. Because Yeshiva's Velozhin was open for a hundred years. Yeshiva's Velozhin closed. And then, Miri Yeshiva opened. There are a lot of Yeshivas. Now, if there wouldn't be Yeshiva's Panavish, then you have Yeshivas, then you have a different Yeshiva. You have Vishnu's Yeshiva, Slabotki Yeshiva, you have Satmi Yeshiva, a lot of Yeshivas. That's when it comes to a Yeshiva. When it comes to a Jewish child, we have to bring out a Jewish child into the world. This Jewish child, if he's not here, 
If he won't learn Torah, no one will take his place. If he won't be healthy, no one can take his place. He is his father's ben yochid. He could be the twelfth child. But he is his father's ben yochid. He is his mother's ben yochid. He is Hashem's ben yochid. And we have to set him up for eternity for netzach netzachim. Do you know what Hashem does? Hashem takes mommy and shows her the malacham of us. Excuse the expression. Please, excuse me the expression. And she starts crying. Hashem! And she puts a foundation of tefillah for this child to the end of days. This is a foundation of Kedusha of closeness to Hashem that builds this child's personality, brings him close to Hashem. And by the way, if Tati's smart and out there in the waiting room, he shouldn't be reading in the times. First of all, it's not fear. Second of all, it's stupid. And third of all, third of all, only mom is mechuyiv. Lubis there. It's your child. Now is the time of tefillah. Now is the time of tefillah. And then, life continues. And all of a sudden, Yankel is teething. Yankel is teething? Why does such a babel deserve such yisurim? The doctor said that if you would teeth where Yankel is teething, you'd go, you'd go, you'd go with sugar. That's what the doctor says. I don't know if they know because they never felt it. They don't remember. But they say they probably know what they're talking about. You know why they're teething? Because he has 103 fever. And mommy's worried. And if mommy's worried, she knows Ramban. And the Ramban says, if you're in trouble, talk to Hashem. And the first two years, mommy's talking to Hashem and talking to Hashem and talking to Hashem and talking to Hashem. And davening and davening and davening. And Yankel is full of mommy's tears. And then Yankel starts growing. Yankel goes to yeshiva. And he's seated with mommy's tears. And with Tati's tefillahs. He could grow at Sadiq. Because tears, because tefillah, as we said, is not only a mitzvah. This is the neshama. And then he has to start learning Torah. And again, we know that Torah is not, to teach a child Torah is not to teach him a black Gemara. It's a project to make him a piece of Torah. To make him a piece of Torah. And the same is with Gemilas Chassadim. Gemilas Chassadim al shloisha dvorim ha'olam oimed. Al Torah doesn't mean the midst of learning Torah. Torah is a project of Torah. Torah is a connection to Hashem Isbarach. Torah is wherever you go, say a word. Have a word prepared. Say a word, Pashta Shavuot. Don't waste your time. That's what Torah means. And what is Avodah? Talk to Hashem. Get a connection to Hashem. And what is Gemilas Chasadim? Radiate Chesed. Always be full of Chesed. Don't walk around as if you're looking for your nose. Always look, always, always look for your nose. Under the table, over the table. That's not your milas chasadim. Radiate beauty. Smile. You come home, you come home, you're nervous, you made your sugar. Don't take everything to whole street, walk into the house. Stop for a minute, put on a smile. Give milas chasadim. Give milas chasadim. Be a aish chesed. And aish chesed, chesed Hashem kol hayem. Chesed Hashem kol hayam. We would be, me moment with Hashem's chesed. What does Hashem practice in us every moment? Chesed, 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 chesed. Our eyes are chesed, our ears are chesed. Our mind is chesed, our heart is chesed, our house are chesed. Everything is chesed. And that's what Hashem wants for us. Be ish chesed. And then everything is living. And then when, when, when this person passes away, he's not synthetic, he's full of an neshama. And then he gets a kiss. And then he gets a kiss from Hashem because it's real. 
Because he's in a shama. Because he lived a life. The life was a project of Torah. It wasn't only a mitzvah of Torah, a mitzvah of, of tefillah, and a mitzvah of chesed. It was a life project. It filled up his life. And it's not synthetic, it's real. And then, like Rabbi Tabba says, Angus in the Brazil, when it's a real apple, then you could, then the seeds, you plant seeds, you see children, you see Bnei Vonim. If it's synthetic, if it's synthetic, synthetic is synthetic. When it's real, it's Nitzchias. And I can't repeat enough times, this is not a greatness, this needs just plain practice. You gotta just keep on chewing. Keep on chewing. To, to make a, make, make Torah into your lifestyle. Fill it into your lifestyle. Give me those chesed into your lifestyle. And even though I'm speaking about high madregas, this is the essence of a Jew. This is not a high madrega of a Jew. Once you get this lifestyle, when you start expanding, that's greatness. But this is the essence of a Jew. The idea of Torah, of learning always, this is the essence of a Jew. To be close to Hashem, this is Meher Brachas. This is Tefillah. Whenever you meet Hashem, talk to Him. This is the essence of a Jew. When you're in trouble to Tavon Rambam, it's a derisive account to the Rambam. And Gimilis Chasedim, this is a Jew. This is a Jew, always do Chesed. But it's a Jew, it's a living Jew. It's a living Jew, it's a Jew with life. And once you get this Makar HaChayim, you come close to Hashem, then you zeche to eternity, and time will look Hashem. Then Hashem smiles on us, and Hashem should help us. Our home should be full of chazdei Hashem, of simcha ba Hashem. Kodesh Baruch Hu should help us with zeche kaltuf.